Hi, good morning. We're going to have some fun today. Today, I choose to live with gratitude for the love that fills my heart and the peace that rests within my spirit. I choose life. I choose love. I choose happiness. I choose peace. I choose adventure. I choose me. I choose you. I choose God. Amen. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. It's a daily podcast, and I'm your host, Pamela Staten. Always happy to be here. Always happy to pray. So I'm so glad you came to pray with me. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. So good morning. I hope you spend it being grateful to God. He has blessed you with a shelter to live, food to eat, and clothes to wear. You are truly blessed as you are one of God's favorite children. Amen. Amen. I love it. And then a prayer from John verse 8, chapter 12. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Amen. Amen. Pray with me. Dear God, bless our family and all its members and friends. Bind us together by your love. Give us kindness and patience to support each other and wisdom in all we do. Let the gift of your peace come into our hearts and remain with us. May we rejoice in your blessings for all our days. Amen. That's Olores making a contribution to the podcast. Pray with me. Thank you, Lord, for being there, for allowing me to cry out to you in my times of need. It's amazing to me that the Lord of the universe would take time to listen to me and to care about what I say. God, there are things happening around me right now that I do not understand. Some of these things make me feel weak, helpless, and afraid. Even in the midst of this, I know that you are the Lord. I know that the situation is in your hand, and I trust you. I beseech you for strength and wisdom that I might be able to endure this situation and be able to handle it in a way that would bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name, amen. I adore you, oh my God, and I love you with all my heart. I give you thanks that you've created me and made me a Christian. 
and preserved me this night. I offer thee the actions of this day and grant that all of them may be according to thy holy will and for thy greater glory. Save me from sin, Lord, and from all evil. Let thy grace be with me always. Amen. Do not look forward to what may happen tomorrow. The same everlasting Father who cares for you today will take care of you tomorrow and every day. Either he will shield you from suffering or give you unfailing strength to bear it. Be at peace then. Put aside all anxious thoughts and imaginations and say continually, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart is trusted in him and I am helped. He is not only with me, but me, but in me, and I in him. Amen. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, may everything I do begin with you. Continue with your help and be done under your guidance. May my sharing free me from my sins and make me worthy of your healing. May I grow in your love and your service and become a pleasing offering to you and with you to your Father. May the mystery I celebrate help me to reach eternal life with you. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. So glad that we are starting this day in prayer together. God is listening. God is standing by. He is holding our hand. Amen. Amen. I'll be right back. And then we're going to read from the Bible. Here's what the Bible has to say about living beyond financial indebtedness. We have believed a lie and we are now choking on it. God assumes full responsibility for our needs when we obey him. And whatever you acquire outside of God's will, will eventually turn to ashes. Listeners, the Bible leaves no doubt about God's opinion regarding debt. The following two verses speak clearly on this subject, and it's a painful subject for millions. Owe no one anything except to love one another, for he who loves another has fulfilled the law. That's Romans 13.8. The rich rule over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender. Proverbs 22 verse 7. 
As a nation, we have ignored these truths. It's not unusual to hear people who are standing on the brink of bankruptcy. Many individuals feel as though they are no more than 60 days away from becoming homeless or in dire financial need. Sadly, our society has brought into a buy now and pay later philosophy. We have believed a lie and now we're choking on it, but God does not want his people to be in unnecessary financial debt. The only thing we are to owe others is our love, which we are to give freely and in tangible forms. The Lord is concerned about our debt. The price of indebtedness is steep. And God knows that when we are in financial bondage, we are not completely free. We are bound to those who hold the deed to our debts. Listen to the heart's cry of a widow who said to the prophet Elijah, your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1. Because of the death of her husband, a prophet associated with Elijah, this woman and her family were deeply in debt. The woman appeared to have only one asset left, her children. And the creditor was coming to sell them into slavery so they could work off what they owed. Well, we may protest how horrible how could a parent allow their children to be worked off for a debt? And yet that is exactly what we do when we teach our children that debt is okay. Our children will be forced to pay for our foolishness. God wants us to learn, listeners, how to live free and not be enslaved to debt. You can do this when you apply his principles to your life. Begin by setting a goal to spend less, manage a budget, no matter how meager your income seems, obey God by tithing. When you obey him by tithing your income, you are saying, Lord, I trust you. I want your best. And I believe that you will show me how to live correctly. God assumes full responsibility for our needs when we obey him. Pray with me. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back. And then there's a book called Trusting God Day by Day. Ezekiel chapter 11 verse 9. I will give them one heart and I will put a new spirit within them. And I will take the stony heart out of their flesh and will give them a heart of flesh. Sensitive and responsive to the touch of their God. This scripture means a lot because hard-hearted people, due to the abuse that they suffered in earlier years of their life, really need to hear it. This Bible verse is meant to give hope that there can be change. Listeners, God gives us things in seed form, and we must work with the Holy Spirit to bring them to full maturity. And this is much like the fruit of the Spirit, which is in us, but needs to be watered with God's Word and developed through use. As believers in Jesus, we have tender hearts but we can become hard-hearted if we are not careful in this area. Take the time to really think about what people are going through in their particular situations and find compassion. Jesus was moved by compassion And we should also be moved to pray or help in some way. Empathy is a beautiful emotion and thankfully one that we don't have to resist. Let's learn to resist evil emotions that poison our lives and embrace emotions that we can enjoy that will bring glory to God. Emotions are a gift from God. In fact, they're a large part of what makes us human. Without them, without emotions, life would be dull and we would be like robots. And because emotions are a vulnerable part of us, the devil seeks to take advantage and make what God intended to be good, 
into evil. We are blessed that Jesus has redeemed every part of us and it's God's desire that you enjoy the life that he has provided for you. And it's impossible, listeners, unless you learn how to control your feelings instead of letting them control you. Amen. And trusting God day by day says, giving, not getting, is the way. Luke chapter 6 verse 38 says, Give and gifts will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will they pour into the pouch formed by the bosom of your robe and used as a bag. For with the measure you deal out, with the measure you use when you confer benefits on others, it will indeed be measured back to you. Amen. The measure that you use when you confer benefits on others, it will be measured back to you. Love it, love it. Sin exists whenever a person goes against God and his ways. We tend to live backward, exactly exactly opposite the way we should live. We live for ourselves and yet we never seem to end up with what satisfies us. That's because we should live for others and learn the wonderful secret that what we give away comes back to us multiplied many times over. Give away your life and you'll find life given back, but not merely given back, given back with bonus and blessing. Giving, not getting, is the way. Generosity begets generosity. Tested in sealessness. We don't have to be taught how to be selfish because we all come by it honestly. It's programmed in our nature. Everyone wants to be number one, which automatically indicates that a lot of people will be disappointed since only one can be number one at a time in any given area. Only one person can be number one. Only one person can be the number one runner in the world. Only one person can be president of a company. Only one person can be the best known actor or actress. Only one person can be the top author. 
or the best painter in the world. Listeners, although we believe that we should be goal-oriented and do our best, we don't believe that we should want everything for ourselves and care nothing about other people. Selfishness does not make life work the way it was intended to work, and it is definitely not God's will for mankind. It's ruthless. You can't play games with it and hope to produce any lasting change. We need to declare war on selfishness. In your relationships, attitudes, and habits, please make sure you are not being selfish. Declare war on those areas. Die to yourself and put your trust in God's pattern of generous giving that says, giving, not getting, is the way. Amen. Love it. I have two beautiful passages to end the podcast with from In Touch magazine. When you hit rock bottom, there is a way back. Focusing on the Lord can lead you out of discouragement and into his presence. Confess your lack of faith. Receive God's forgiveness and pledge to follow him. Next, strengthen yourself in the Lord. Recall all his past faithfulness. Reflect upon his power and remember his promises. Finally, resolve to trust God for the future and ask his Holy Spirit for help. and walk upon the road that leads upward to the Father. Amen. And listeners, half-hearted commitment can look pretty good to others, but God knows the difference. A preacher could preach a thousand sermons without loving God. And as believers, we may lift hands in worship, support missions, and say the right words. But unless we are following the commands from God's word, we're only showing him lukewarm affection. Loving the Lord means obeying him. And we are wise to follow the Lord's instructions. And that is 
to meditate on scripture daily, to read the Bible that is going to help us know how to be, how to obey. And those two things are the only way to stay faithful and show the Father our love. Amen. Listeners, we're so blessed. We are so blessed to have a God that is active in our lives. We are so blessed to have a God that is present and willing to carry the heavy load for us. We are so blessed that we get to wake up every day and start a new every day. We can repent and atone for our sins and literally and figuratively have a clean slate. So listeners, let's clean our slate and have a great day because of it. Come back tomorrow. Pray with me again. I'll be here. Bye for now.